I'm Kaede from the Autism News Network, and I'm here with Jacob. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Spencer. Uh, hi. <laughs> and I'm also here with Lee as our sound engineer. He may pop in with some ideas or something. What's up? All right. For now, this is uh, the subject will be Nintendo 64. That's okay. Yeah, that's actually fair mm. enough. I'm, that I'm, could be the subject if you'd like. Oh, yes. Anyway, I played Nintendo 64. My brother, Harrison, he's had a Nintendo 64 ever since he was a kid. And he wouldn't let me play it when, I, when he first got it because it was brand new and I was just a little kid. Mm. And nowadays, Nintendo 64 has gone extinct, but the games have been renewed. On Nintendo Switch. Yeah, under like some, what, membership app or... Yeah, probably. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's what I've uh, heard is that uh, Nintendo officially uh, released them on some app only for the Nintendo 64. And Nintendo 64s are impossible to find now because they're so old. Yes. Yeah. But there's also emulators, which is great. I have a Nintendo 64 emulator called Project 64 on my computer. And I play, and you can play any Nintendo 64 game with Project 64 on your computer. Especially if you have a controller or something. I use a PS4 controller or something. Well, that just takes the fun out of it, in my opinion. What do you mean? <clears throat> oh, um, reason why I say that is because I, I, I just feel like that you're cheated out of the original authentic experience, hence the reason why I still use my Nintendo 64 as the only real, and I put that in quotation marks, real way of playing any or all games released on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> I understand, but uh, I think there is such thing as USB Nintendo 64 controllers. It could be possible, yeah, but honestly, I, uh, like I said, I'd be cheating myself out of the original, authentic experience. Yeah, I totally understand, but for nostalgic reasons, I use emulators. Huh. And I'd say that whoever invented emulators is such a brilliant genius. Especially if they're nostalgic, like me. And other people, too. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I, I can be very nostalgic when it comes to playing any game on the Nintendo 64, but honestly, as a kid, I always preferred to use the first PlayStation over anything else. Might have been because that's just, in my opinion, technologically superior in some ways over Nintendo 64 itself. Yeah. And also, Nintendo 64 had some sort of odd controller setup which was kind of hard to use for some people. I used to have a Nintendo 64 years ago, but I donated that. Oh, wow. I also had a PS2, but I donated that after I got a Nintendo Switch. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, honestly, I still have my um, Nintendo 64. Yeah, I do too, but we don't play it anymore. On rare occasions, I do play uh, yeah, play it. And if I do, then it would be one of the very first Mario Party games I ever played. That being Mario Party 3. <laughs> yeah. And does anybody have any favorites on Nintendo 64? 
Honestly, I don't really play a lot of uh, games on the Nintendo 64 grown up, and because of that I really can't uh, decide on uh, what is my all-time favorite. Well, I can tell you what mine was. Well, what's that? One of mine was Banjo-Kazooie. It's a rare masterpiece. Uh, I love rare games. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I could see why. Yeah, because Banjo-Kazooie is such a good game. Yeah, that, I, that's actually one of the games that first introduced me to open-world platforming. Yeah. That, and along with Super Mario 64. Oh yeah, I remember that game too. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong, both of those games are fun in their own right, but honestly, I, I can't really decide between the two games. I understand. To this day, I still own Banjo-Kazooie, but I hardly ever play it now. Not exactly sure why, though. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I said, personal preferences. Personally, still play the first PlayStation to this day, and oh gosh. Trying to think of another reason why. I think it's like what you said earlier. The controllers just were so. they're just shaped so weird though. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. They're kind of oddly shaped, yeah. but I don't mean to make fun of anybody. Um, Not even Nintendo, because they're a good company. They're one of the best companies in the world. Yes, yeah. they really are. I always thought of them as, like, the more innovative uh, companies. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, they can make great games, but... Actually, no, I think I'll just uh, leave it at that. They do make great games, but they can make great games, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they make awesome games. They make the best Mario games. Yeah, and they're the inventor of Mario games. They make the best Sonic games. Sonic is owned by Sega. Yeah, but they adopted Sega for Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Huh, never knew that. I mean, both Sega and Nintendo kind of came to an agreement. Yeah, I was referring to that. Yeah, along with the, uh, what, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games franchise? Yeah. But when it comes to, like, adopting one or the other, I just, I never knew that. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to think of another thing to talk about Nintendo 64. Oh, Game Shark. I remember doing a little comic about how to use a Game Shark. If anybody I mean, knows what that is. I, I do, but I, I think that, that my brother owned that at one point for either the Game Boy Color or the Game Boy Advance. I've never heard of the Game Shark. What's that? It's like a cheating thing where you can play him, where you can... Just screw around with it and add cheats and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> like, for example, you could levitate and run fast. I did a little comic based on Banjo Kazooie on how to use a game trick, but I didn't know how it was used correctly. I saw I did that comic after watching a video about how to use a game trick and learned to all the Ocarina of Time. That is like, like I said. I only use it on the Game Boy. I can't remember which, but I, I know that I used one of my very first Pokemon games on one of the consoles. And <laughs> I think that you were right, though, because uh, I, I, I can't exactly remember, but uh, I think that I wanted to like complete my Pokedex at the time. I understand. 
and some people cheat just to get through the game or have fun and stuff. Huh. Well, Levitation Cheat is one of my favorites. It's pretty funny, especially in Banjo, because the way when Banjo goes, go, whoa! He just does a slippy fall. I love that animation when he goes upwards like that. It's so funny. Banjo-Kazooie is a masterpiece. And also, Project 64 is a good emulator for Nintendo 64 games. Hmm. I play it on my computer. And they also use a controller to play the Nintendo 64 games. Yeah, I'm sure that using a different controller from the Nintendo 64 is easier. There are some funny glitches in Nintendo 64 games. Some of the glitches can be pretty useful, too. I see. Yeah, like on Donkey Kong 64, where you have to get a golden banana, and it's in a time limit. There's this glitch called Chunky Hive, I think. You have to big, be big chunky in it, and he falls through the ceiling. And a banana, and he falls through the level and get, makes it to the platform, I think. I don't remember exactly how it went, but I think you have to be big, chunky, and you jump onto the hive where Tiny goes into, and he eventually falls through it. <laughs> huh. It's a pretty useful glitch. <clears throat> yeah, those Nintendo 64 games get upgraded to different versions on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And there are some also other unique Nintendo 64 games, like Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. I don't know about that game. Uh, while I've never played that version, I have played its remastered version on uh, the yeah. original Xbox, yeah. Yeah. Conquer Live and Reloaded, I think it's called. Oh yeah, it is. It, it, that's the name of it. I first got introduced to Conquer when I was a kid. And I actually drew a picture of him when I was in elementary school. I don't know where it went, but it was in a notebook, like a composition notebook. Huh. And it turned out pretty good. Let me guess, you were introduced to him by what, Diddy Kong Racing? No. Oh. I was introduced to him by my my brother and my stepsister, Rebecca. Uh. They were playing the game, the grown-up version of the game. Oh, like yeah. the, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> yeah, it's such a funny game. But it's pretty much mature. Yeah, I think it really was rated mature. Yes, it was. Like I just said, I was introduced to Conquer through Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, it's been years since I played it, so I can't exactly remember. Yeah. But, yeah, but from what I do remember, it was kind of fun for what it is. Yeah, and I remember the first some of the first games my brother got when he oh. got his Nintendo 64. They got Pokemon Stadium 1 and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Hmm. Now I remember hearing that one time when they were fighting the first boss they had to sit up all night to fight the first boss until they defeated it. Huh. When they first got it. Yeah, honestly I never really played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I have Legend of Zelda games that I played. Yeah, it's a good series, too. Of every video game franchise, my favorite one is Mario. What's your favorite video game franchise? Oh, mine is the Tales of series. I dream of working with them. Sorry. What about yours, Spencer's? Honestly, it's kind of hard to say. I want to say the Pokemon franchise. Yeah, yeah, let's just go with that. 
that's always been one of my all-time favorite franchises. And what mine has to do with Nintendo, my favorite franchise with Nintendo is Animal Crossing. Oh, uh, yeah, Animal Crossing. I used to play that when I had the DS. Then I gave the DS away. Oh, yeah, I first played it on GameCube. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I remember, I remember one time I left it running for, like, hours. And just you know, when I first started playing it, I went home for the day. I left it running for hours just to go outside to play. And I completely forgot about the game, and when I unpaused, it turned dark. Well, I mean, that's the only game on the GameCube that really does run on real time, so... Yeah. I've been playing Animal Crossing since the GameCube version. Yeah, same here. I only had the DS version. I never had the GameCube. I understand. But I used to, but now I play the Switch version. You have the Animal Crossing version on Switch. Yep. I have the Nintendo Switch version of Animal Crossing, which is New Horizons. Yeah, I don't have that, but I know about that. Yeah, you should get it. It's such a good game. And I also discovered that Animal Crossing can help with social skills. How could that help with social skills? Well, Animal Crossing, think of it as the golden rule. You treat others how you want to be treated. Like you do nice things for the animals and they do nice things back for you. I didn't know Animal Crossing can teach about social skills. Yeah, I love doing nice things to animals in Animal Crossing. And I've actually got a lot of stuff in return. So you said that Animal Crossing the health of social skills, like yes. you feel the way you want to be treated. Yes, exactly. Have you ever heard of the saying called, if you don't have anything nice to say, you shouldn't say anything? Right. I have. You know about that? Yes. You know where that came from? Where? I thought you know where that came from. I don't think I remember, but I've heard it a long time ago. That might have been like one of those things that you've heard somewhere before, but just don't know where it came from. The thing is, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Right. After what you did in Animal Crossing, you were giving stuff back to you for what you did. Yes, I've been nice. Very nice. And also, I've been helping animals out with favors and stuff. And sometimes they give me what I don't need. Do you still accept it? Yeah, I still accept it, and I sell it. Well, that's because they always give you things that you can actually buy from, I don't know, Tom Nook's stores? Yeah, or something. Yeah, that's why I don't really run errands for them. Because <laughs> to me, I always find those kinds of items fairly useless. Unless they you're trying to complete your catalog. Yeah, I totally understand. But either way, I sell the useless items, or give them away. Yeah, that's what I've kind of been doing ever since I played the very first Animal Crossing game. Yeah? Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, I know that those kinds of things don't really give out a lot of money, but at least it's something. Yeah, better than nothing. Yeah, true. <laughs> Cody, if you could pick one video game that you were like, which one is your favorite? Out of Nintendo? Of any kind, whether it's Nintendo, Switch, or 64. Oh, that's a hard question for me. Well, you, Spencer? Depends. When it comes to, like, Nintendo games? Of any video game, whether it's Nintendo, Switch, or 64, or GameCube. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Of every video game I choose, that's 
my favorite video game is Mario Party Superstars. Yeah. Uh, the most recent one. <laughs> and I remember how Tales of Symphonia. My brother got me into Tales of Symphonia, which is part of the Tales series. It was my first Tales of game I've ever been introduced to. It is such an awesome game. It was on the GameCube when my brother played it and he was borrowing it from a neighbor. Hmm. And it was a really good game. And they even came out with a sequel, Tales of the Dominant World, for the Wii. And then they remastered it on the PS3. Hmm. Yeah, I like both the Tales of Funia games. Yeah, I really haven't played any of those Tales of Symphonia games. I understand. It's okay. Huh. Also, I discovered that Tales of the Abyss has been remastered onto the 3DS. And it was originally on PlayStation 2. They're both good games. Both Tales of Symphonia and Tales of the Abyss. Hmm. And I love those games. Nowadays, I use emulators for old games, including Nintendo 64 games. Well, everybody, it's been fun, and I'm Kyle from the Autism News Network, and this is one part done on my podcast.